This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Love the British monarchy. You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily Podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. Hi, all. Kinsey Schofield here with the To Die For Daily Podcast. And, well, NT, I just am going to say it. You are the number one guest on my podcast this year. I could not believe the great reaction I got to you. Positive reaction. You are so bright and articulate and so um, knowledgeable about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So I'm grateful to have you back. We've we've got a lot to catch up on, right? Yes, we do. And I am very happy to have been back with you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. So the last time we spoke together, you said you predicted quite clearly that Harry and Meghan, their strength, particularly Megan, their strength was going to be behind the scenes. And within probably weeks of that podcast episode, we heard about Netflix acquiring Meet Me at the Lake. Now, this is exactly what you laid out. Here is William Morris Endeavor in a position to put together an incredible writing team, an incredible cast for Harry and Megan. Netflix has coughed up the dough for the, the rights to this book. Uh, what was your response to that when you saw that Me- Meet Me in the Lake was happening under Archwell Productions? I guess because it's a story that kind of bears a passing resemblance to their own lives. Right. And it just, and it was, it's new. I think the fact that, you know, Meet Me at the Lake or whatever, I think it was May of this year, it was when it was published. And, you know, it's near Toronto. That's where it's set anyway, where Megan was living during suits and stuff like that. I just, they weren't coming up with anything good. And so this is a chance, right? This is your chance. Netflix is throwing the dice and said, okay, go ahead. Now to give you like a comparison, mm-hmm. the <clears throat> they paid all these rights for the book. And I think it was about $3.8 million or something like that for the rights of the book. But it only sold 37,000 copies in its first week. Wow. Oh, think about like now, it's an unfair comparison to like think about like Britney Spears or something at 400,000 or 800,000 or whatever. But, and it spent only two weeks in the New York Times top 10. Is it that popular? Is it going to be that popular? I just, I don't know. I, is it just going to be something that you watch on Netflix and, <clears throat> okay, great. Nothing, you know, it was fine. It wasn't anything spectacular. I just, I, I just, I think that she wants to get into real movies. And I think that she dreams of being like an Oscar nominee or something like that. Yeah. Well, how wild. I hadn't even looked up any of those statistics. I didn't realize that the book did not perform. Really what you're saying is Netflix, again, throwing a large chunk of money at something without a guarantee that there's going to be a return on investment, similar to their relationship with Harry and Meghan. And it's almost as if they're just so stubborn and determined that this Sussex experiment doesn't fail, that they're going to try to make 
meet me at the lake of success but it's like you just said is the story really all it's cracked up to be or does it just have those morbid similarities to harry and megan's lives that they're hoping will allow it easier marketing yeah i don't know because if you think about it um something like killers of the flower moon which they just did for netflix that book has spent a total and it isn't consecutive but a total of about a hundred weeks on the bestseller list. Wow. Okay. And so this one that they got was two weeks. Okay. You know, it just, I just don't know what the demand is going to be. I, I just, I think that they overpaid for it. Um, I just, there, there could have been so many different things that, that they could have done. But again, the ideas that they were coming up with, it's kind of like you and I spoke about before. It's the same thing that I had spoken to Bill Simmons about. And he had spoke about at length is that they just couldn't come up with any good ideas. It's one thing to just, let's say there's a, a movie or whatever that they came up with like Emily in Paris, but it was going to be a guy. <laughs> I mean, basically it was that kind of scenario. Okay. Um, we've already kind of done that. And what about the person who came up with Emily in Paris? Maybe they want that idea for themselves. Right. So, so we need some kind of property. All right, well, let's go buy this book. And, you know, it took place in Toronto and did there, are they the ones who found it or, did somebody from, you know, William Morris say, okay, here. And then William Morris makes a deal with Netflix and says, look, they don't want to pay the $3.8 million. You guys go ahead and pay it. But right. okay, so Netflix is going to say, fine, we'll pay it. But we're going to take a whole lot of money out of what it makes. And so there's, they're just not going to get as big of a bang. And if something like the Killers of the Flower Moon, like Scorsese and stuff and everybody, Netflix says, we just want that on there. So we'll pay you. A, a bunch of money because we want a Scorsese movie, we want Leonardo DiCaprio, we want all this. So we'll pay a bunch of money, but it, it, they were willing to do that. Most of the time when you do and you go to a movie theater, then you make money that way. Like Taylor Swift or whatever, she made an individual deal with the movie chain and then that, you know, kind of cut out the middleman and, you know, she made a, a, a ton of money doing it like that. Right, right. <clears throat> But there's no way that they're going to make that much money off of this. No. I think it's just to say that, hey, look, we're movie producers. Yeah. And everybody with a business card in Hollywood is a movie producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not hard to walk into a Kinko's and walk out a movie producer. Exactly. I had I, do, I wanted to ask you your opinion because um, this will be the fourth project Harry and Megan have quote unquote produced for Netflix. So there was Harry and Megan, their docuseries. There was the... Um, strange series that they i'm up spacing okay well the heart of invictus harry and megan there was the nelson mandela docuseries that they kind of slide like they slid in on that that content already existed and they just added some you know narration and slapped an archwell sticker on it okay and now there's meet me at the lake we know that harry and megan's docuseries did well for Netflix. I mean, they Netflix said it was probably one of the most streamed docuseries on their platform of all time. I don't think anything else has moved the needle for them. What are you hearing other, you know, cause Netflix is very secretive about their numbers. Um, did heart of Invictus did the Nelson Mandela thing are, are Harry and Megan really making an impact there? Or should they be worried about their relationship with Netflix? If meet me at the lake doesn't make a splash. There's nothing that's going to do more than the Harry and Meghan docuseries. There, there's nothing that they could come up with that is going to ever exceed that. Mm. And 
Netflix, like you said, is very secretive about their numbers. But one of the things they do when they make deals is for whatever movie or a TV or comedy special, they'll say, this is the top 10 streaming of the day or the week. And they come up with some superlative that nobody can check. And this is how you know that their numbers are mostly lies or BS or fluffed is they'll say, oh, this was the most watched series of, you know, the month of October. And then the next month you go, they say, oh, we canceled that show. (laughs) That's funny. If it was so popular, then why don't you cancel it? Because it's in the contract because they can say whatever they want. There was a show that Catherine Heigl did on Netflix and I can't remember the name right now and nobody watched it, but it was supposedly the most watched show, whatever, you know, they decided to come up with it for that day. Firefly, was it Firefly Lane or something like that? Something like that. Nobody really watched that. And, and then it gets canceled and you go, okay, well, I did. I also think that I don't know who they're going to cast. I'm sure that Megan wants some, you know, the most popular thirties couple, that she can come up with and you know the netflix is gonna go okay you know we'll pay that but what they're gonna get is just a flat fee yeah and just the the ability to say yeah you know we we really worked a lot with netflix and you know we worked a lot with the writers and just you know standard kind of bs kind of stuff well i think we're giving them too much credit if i'm being honest i went straight into meet me at the lake but i've been watching them go to a lot of concerts lately, play a lot lately. Um, what was your take on that Vegas trip to see Katy Perry? Kind of a bizarre mixing of people, right? Yeah, I mean, okay, first thing that I want to say is that <laughs> I saw something on a, on some website that said, look, Harry and Meghan got a standing ovation. They did not get a standing ovation. The person <laughs> who got a standing ovation was Celine Dion because yeah. Celine Dion hadn't been seen in public other than a hockey game earlier in the week, and she wasn't really seen in public. She was just out but like meeting the players in the locker room with her, with her sons. So, but here she is, you know, oh my gosh, it's Celine Dion, you know, and everybody hasn't seen her. Celine Dion's a legend, a standing ovation. They're not giving Harry and Meghan a standing ovation. They don't, that's not, there's a concert crowd or whatever, but it was an odd group of people that went on the plane that didn't necessarily sit with them. You know, when you have Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden were on the plane, Zoe Saldana was on the plane, uh, but you know when they were actually there, you had what you had. Misha was there, and you had uh, who else was actually their little group. It was it was a different kind of. Oh, Orlando Bloom was obviously there in that little group, and that's the other thing. Orlando brought their three year old to the concert. Yeah. yeah, but Harry and Meghan said, "No, we're not going to bring our kids." So I I I could go. I, that is so bizarre. Do you know anything about this Ken Griffin guy who's like the celebrity connector or whatever that page six is talking about? And why would Harry and Meghan need a celebrity um, connector like this Wall Street billionaire Ken Griffin or or Michael Knives, these super networkers? Why are Harry and Meghan not capable of making friendships like that themselves? I don't know. I just I think that they're trying to to get you know the the most connections they can well like the person that loaned them well didn't loan them the jet was on the jet with them yeah. um was you know was a michael hurd right and mm-hmm. so he it was his jet and it, so how do you how do you meet michael hurd right how do you meet his wife how do you meet whitney wolf and they just 
they just don't know how to do it. So they get have to say, oh, can so-and-so introduce us to whatever? And because they're always looking for financing. And also, don't forget, like when they originally came over here, they were going to speak like at Morgan Stanley events and everything. Yeah. Oh, like, <clears throat> and getting a quarter of a million or 500,000 to go speak. And I, I don't understand necessarily why Morgan Stanley would care what Prince Harry or Meghan Markle would have to say. Like, these are brokers and you know, other financial executives and stuff. And they want to hear from somebody, I don't know, that's made a billion dollars and right. hear their story. Organically. And organically. And this is not to take anything away from Whitney Wolf. Whitney Wolf, you know, was a co-founder of Tinder, got into a huge argument with them, and then went and started Bumble and then got it up to a billion dollars, destroyed it. It's worth 20% of what it was once worth. So she had to give up control of the company just this last week um, to somebody from Microsoft. But I'm willing to give her a little bit of a, a break, but there's nothing that Megan and Harry have done anything like that. Yeah. You know, and, and Whitney Wolf, I mean, she started Bumble when she was 24 years old. So the fact that she got it up to a billion dollar company, yes, it's gone down in value a great deal, but Okay, she's 24 and she's hustling and she, right. you know, did did Tinder and stuff. And those are the kind of people that Megan and Harry want to attach themselves to. I think they want to luck into something, whether it's something like um Jessica Alba with Honest or yeah. Kim Kardashian with Skims. And you see that with Kim Kardashian's um, you know, who do you see all the time lately with Kim Kardashian? You see Laura Sanchez, who Megan, of course, would love to to be a part of because right. Lauren Sanchez is with Jeff Bezos. And then you see Megan's mom hanging out with them all the time now. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you, I, let's go back to that, because um, what is your take on the rumors that Megan has been approached by Audible? You're friends with Bill Simmons. You know about their work ethic. It is now it's no longer a secret in the industry what their work ethic is, uh, whether or not they're difficult to work with. You've we've discussed already their lack of creativity. Do you really think Audible would cut them? That's you know Jeff Bezos's company a huge check to bring archetypes over to Audible. I I personally think that it's BS and the story was leaked to try to entice Audible into considering Megan. I don't think that there's any way. I I just don't think that there's a return on investment for for Audible with the Sussex brand. I agree because look. Think about what they would bring to the space. Okay. I, I think it's, I think it was totally leaked, much like, say, the Dior stuff or whatever it was, um, just to try and, you know, like a fait accompli kind of thing. Oh, look, you know, okay, well, we'll sign them. Think about in that space, I'm thinking of, say, like Dear Media, right? Mm -hmm. Who have a bunch of 25 to 35 year old women who sit there and <clears throat> basically have the same conversations with the same guests, let's talk about skin, let's talk about health, let's talk about whatever, um, ways to keep your skin young and all this kind of stuff, or let's talk about meditation. Fine, they're fine things to talk about, but there's there's too many jammed into this space. So where is Megan? So Audible goes, yeah, you know, she'd be great at it. Let's pay her $10 million a year to just to come on and talk. You'd be much better off if you're Audible to try and find a star and one of these other people that do that, pay them a million dollars and you probably get just as many listeners. Right. And more. And, and, and I mean, not to be a hater, but you'd probably get more consistent content. 
You would because I mean, look, they didn't do anything. Now, Audible, what what they would probably do, and I still don't know why. I know, like Bill said, you know, I had this call with with Harry, and you know, I gave him a bunch of ideas and stuff for shows. I don't, you know, as I come up with ideas for myself, right? What I'm going to talk about that day. You come up with what you're going to talk about that day. And then you just go ahead and do it. But if you had millions upon millions of dollars in your contract, wouldn't you, first of all, if you're Spotify or or if you're Audible, once you get like a couple of producers and say, this is what you're going to talk, does this interest you at all? Okay, great. We're going to write something for you. And all you have to do is record. And for whatever reason, they can't even find the time to just sit there and record or he can't find anything that interests him. Just That's wild. Just do this is all he's got to do. And I've I probably said some kind of variation of this when we talked in the summer is that you just have to give Prince Harry. You just go, look, we are going to take an hour, 10 times, and we're going to talk about different Invictus athletes. We're going to talk about their story. They're going to come on. They're going to talk about, you know, how they got into the military. We're going to talk about their deployment. We're going to talk about how they got injured. We're going to talk about how their recovery, we can, you know, combine it with your mental health stuff. We can combine it with Invictus games. We can combine it with this thing that you did in San Diego, whatever, and just do 10 profiles like that. And that would be fine content. Right. But, but they're not even doing that. It just what do you want to do? And I don't think that Harry really wants to do anything. I think Harry wants to sit at home and eat mushrooms and edibles. <laughs> okay. Well, th I'm, that's going to lead me into my next question, but don't let me forget to ask you about the Kardashians. You mm -hmm. just mentioned San Diego. You just mentioned Harry's, you know, kind of lack of work ethic and just kind of perpetual misery, to be blatantly honest. I sent you a video last night of Harry and Meghan in San Diego um, a little south of our neck of the woods. Yes. And Harry looked absolutely miserable. And what's going on? Aside from the fact that we are seeing them do some nice local charity events, which I think they should have been doing from the get-go. This particular instance reminded me of what you and I discussed last time when they were trying to discreetly, I'm saying this in air quotes, deliver food to people with weak immune systems during the pandemic and then handing over that security footage to local news. Pretty keen of them to do this as a surprise, only allow local news access because there's no commentary there. Local news is very bland. And what kind of strategy is this? What's the ultimate objective, do you think, with this San Diego um, engagement? I think that last year and in 2021 and in 2020 even they did something veteran oriented so in during the pandemic in 2020 they just went to the 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 national cemetery in los angeles yeah um where the veterans are buried and then they you know they did the same kind of thing this is something that they do every year however Harry, like you said, did look miserable. And this should be in his wheelhouse, right? Yeah. I understand that if he doesn't want to do something like the Katy Perry concert or the Beyonce concert, and he's just going along as, you know, husband. And maybe he doesn't like any of these people <laughs> that Megan's trying to associate with. But this is his thing, right? And I think that the Navy SEAL guy, because they went to two different events, and the latter one is just totally in his wheelhouse, it's where, okay, it's for, for people who are veterans and maybe they're injured or they've been in the service a long time and they don't know what to do next. And so this is a place where they can, you know, recuperate, 
they can get back, they can join people in like exercising or whatever, getting their mental health back with people that are exactly like them going through the exact same thing. And the, the Navy SEAL who gave the only kind of press and he said, you know, we're very grateful that they came. I just, but Harry didn't seem excited. And I also don't know why Megan needed to change clothes between the two out, you know, between the two things. Right. They're, they're basically the same. And also, I don't know who Matt Sales is, but they need to fire him because the photos that he took of them at the first place they went where Megan's wearing like the, the poppy vest, uh-huh. uh, the photos are awful. <laughs> I mean, you can tell that they're taken from a cell phone. There's one that they posted because they didn't have a lot to choose from. So the Daily Mail posted one of them. It It looks like it's so blurry. And it's got the credit from him. And I'm just like, did you not take very many? And then you just sent whatever you had. And they are they are worse photos than, say, like the Halloween one or something. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Which funny, funny you mentioned that because I saw on um, crazydaysandnights.net that someone submitted that perhaps that was not an authentic random shot, the Halloween trick-or-treating shot. Okay, these guys are paranoid about their security, right? <laughs> go, go, go. Tell so me. You're, your... you're, you're telling me that out on the streets of Montecito that somebody is getting within close enough range, okay, because it's not blurry, okay? Yeah, so it'd no. be one thing if you're trying to walk. But think about if you have your phone set to like 10 times Zoom or 30 times Zoom and you're trying to walk, it is going to be the most unstable photo that you can ever have. Yeah. So they are very, very close. I would say within 15 feet. Are you really going to get up within 15 feet and not have a security guard in your face? Right. Just doesn't make any sense to me. And that's always, and it doesn't, it's not even necessary with Harry and Meghan. It's the same thing with say Taylor Swift or something like that. If you see some photo from 10 feet away, chances are good, unless she's going going into a restaurant or something like that. And there's a lot of paparazzi there. So they are within 10 feet. But if you just see some random photo of her out, like at a, at a swimming pool for whatever reason, and it's within 10 feet, it's somebody that she's invited in there to take the photo because you're obviously not going to do it. And I just, I can't see Harry and Megan. And also let's say they they went trick or treating or to a trunk or treat or something like that. Nobody else took a photo. We yeah. get one photo of them from behind and that's right. it. Well, it, um, if you watch their Netflix docu-series, a lot of the photos that they shared on that were from behind like that. You know what I mean? So I, d I was like, well, that somebody's got the angle, right? Somebody has a very specific angle that they like, and this is conveniently the exact same angle. Talk to me about the Kardashians, because we are seeing Doria with Kris Jenner. We saw um, Megan in the same space, but no photos with Chris and Kim at the second Beyonce concert she went to. I feel like there's a Kardashian collab on the horizon. I think it benefits both parties. Um, maybe Megan is going to try to insert herself in some of Kim's prison reform work. I don't know, but I just feel like it's something that Megan would likely jump at, uh, even if it does make Prince Harry cringe. Yeah, you know, Kim's not been doing the prison reform thing as much, but you are right. That would be a good way to jump into it. I think that this has to do probably with the relaunch of the TIG, which I thought was going to happen November 1st. I really thought it was definitely going to happen during the holiday season. So right. that way it would get some kind of maybe, you know, you could speculate, OK, well, she's going to get some kind of wholesale thing with skims 
And I think that the Kardashians would be very interested to see if Megan's power could lead to more sales. Now, Kim doesn't need any help with skims, but let's put it on the website and let's just see what happens. Let's see the click-through rate and all of this. And then we can, you know, do some kind of products together uh, to see if she has those kind of sales. Can she sell? Because if you think about like Kylie Jenner has this new product and it's basically plastic clothes and it's an awful line, <laughs> but she sold a million dollars worth in the first 24 hours. So now that's not to say she'll sell another million dollars because it is a garbage product, but can we put Megan on this and can she sell something? And wow. I, I think, and then I had, I, I, you know, I made it a blind, but it was just me kind of talking out loud. And I'd like to ask your opinion. Do you think that princess Diana, were she alive today, would she go on the Kardashians show? No way. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't and think I just I don't think that she would. Now, Princess Diana could be thirsty in the sense that some of the paparazzi photos you see of her like sitting on a yacht or something like that, they were arranged. Right. And she she definitely liked to to be in the tabloids to an extent. Yeah. And she was very strategic about it. For instance, yes. some of the pictures you're referencing, she was upset because she knew Charles was throwing Camilla a birthday party. So she wanted to make sure she bumped that birthday party off the front pages by being looking amazing in a bathing suit. So she was so clever. It, she wasn't just doing it because she was bored, right? She was so clever and she always had an ulterior motive, you know? Yeah. I think that if you you would see Princess Diana at a Beyonce concert. You would see Princess Diana at a Katy Perry concert. Mm -hmm. um, I think so for sure. I just don't think that she would say, uh, you know, the Kardashian reality show, that's just not really in the wheelhouse. And when you talk about the reason that, you know, Harry and Meghan originally was going to be, hey, we're going to go to Africa. And we've talked about this before. Okay, well, that's not really going to, that's not what I want to do. Let's get to Canada. How about that? And I think it's Meghan saying, all right, why don't we go to Canada? We'll just be on Vancouver Island. You know, it's in part of the Commonwealth and all of this kind of stuff. And they go, okay. And then she says, well, you know what, though? We need to, the way we can influence things more, we can't do it from this little island. Let's go down to Southern California. It doesn't have to be Los Angeles. Let's go to Montecito. It's where Oprah is. And, you know, we, we can work with Oprah and things like that. And then they go work with Oprah. But then where do you go from there? Because you can be producers. You can do this movie producing thing, but that's not what you originally said that you wanted to do. You said you wanted to make a difference and making a movie. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with making movies and TV shows, but this is nothing. This is what every other person in Hollywood does. You've kind of lost your way because the documentaries, other than the first one, really didn't do well. Yep. So so nobody's going to documentaries never do well. It's, <laughs> they're very niche and you have to be very, very interested in it. So, okay, let's make a movie based on a book. Let's, I, I love this. Let's get them to pay for it. Okay. So you're just going to make movies like that for the rest of time and then just go be, I don't know, pseudo royals. I, I don't know. Well, let me ask you about this um, headline that I read this morning. It says that Meghan Markle is desperate to fix her reputation in the U.S. after being humiliated by Family Guy. Honestly, when I opened this, I was like, did I say this? This, this all sounds <laughs> very much like me. Um, but what what is your take? Do you think I don't necessarily think that she would be 
uh, too distraught over this. I'm sure she's annoyed by it, but this isn't like devastating to her. Um, I'm sure she's over being the punchline. Um, but do you think that she sees something like the Family Guy skit as a real, um, a, just kind of a, a proof that she's not where she wants to be when it comes to her brand in the States? Yeah, because I think that she thought, and who was it? It was, um, I talked about it this last week, and it's, the the woman who was friends with um Queen Elizabeth um oh lady uh, Antenna no Antenna Baroness oh. Glenn Connor or whatever oh, yeah 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 and basically she said something is I think that the thing about Megan was she had no idea what was expected of her really and thought it was sort of like being another actress you know mm-hmm. riding around in a golden coach and everything like that and that she would become next level famous which she did. But then what do you do with that? Yeah. You know, and then so if you're going to go out and spend a bunch of money and fly on a private jet for a 40 minute flight when there's three nonstops a day from Santa Barbara to Las Vegas and Southwest <laughs> Airlines, then, you know, it's it's of course they're going to to mock you because it talks about how money hungry they are. And I think that a lot of people realize they're just in it for the money. Other than Harry, I think that Harry just wants to be left alone i i honestly think that and i think at some point he's like this is way too much and yeah. i saw some other quote it said you know, you're not going to measure harry and megan's marriage in decades you're going to measure it in years yeah that was a vanity fair editor i think okay so yeah so i 100 percent agree with that comment you can see it i know that okay let's go down to the caribbean and let's look happy and do all these kind of things but Whenever you see him, I mean, Prince Harry is Ben Affleck, right? <laughs> Without the Dunkin' Donuts. Without the Dunkin' Donuts. And I saw a picture of Ben Affleck with Starbucks the other day, and I feel like he must have really melted down that day. Right. That so, was a tough day for him. Right. It just every And it's easy to get a photo of somebody when they're not smiling or something like that. But it's just the constant with, with Prince Harry. So you, you've got to realize, you got to feel that he is not really enjoying all this and you know you've got somebody like omit scobie always trying to prop them up prop them up come on prop them up and but there's only so much that even he can do Mm -hmm. 